Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with hosts Sammy Sage. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. And Aileen Drexler. I'm going to make you girls a hump day treat. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Eileen. I'm Sammy. And it is Thursday and it is a nice sunny day out. And we are here with some non-scale wins and a dear DST. And we're coming off an amazing launch of DST Back for Seconds, which is not our non-scale win, but I think it's a podcast win because... We are just so excited that you guys love this shit. We, for anybody, Sammy, do you want to tell everybody what DST Back for Seconds is? Of course I do. Of course I want to tell everybody. Okay, tell everyone. Okay, sometimes on this podcast, there are some things you want to talk about, but we're a little afraid to have them go like so far and wide because, you know, the world can be judgmental. You guys, you guys are here. You guys experience it. But we really want to say these things like, when we know the audience are like diehard DSTers, right? You, it's like there's a comfort level where, like, you know, you're not just going to spill all your secrets to someone the second you meet them. They might not respect you or like, yeah, be receptive of your vulnerability. Yeah. But when you get to know someone better and you know that you can trust them, you feel more comfortable revealing more things about yourself, right? Correct. Correct. Typically. Typically. Okay, so DSC Back for Seconds is like our version of that for this podcast. We're going to be doing two premium episodes a month, 
which are basically separate. You cannot get them if you're just, if, unless you're a subscriber. Um, they're going to be about 30 minutes each. So, you know, who knows how long we could go with these. And we're really just going to be getting like a bit more personal, a bit more behind the scenes in these episodes. So that's the main feature. If you're a subscriber, you will get all of our regular episodes as well. You will get them ad free. You won't have to listen to any ads. And you'll get them a day early. So your Sunday episode will come out on Saturday and your Thursday episode will come out on Wednesday. Yes. So that's all. If you're a subscriber for $2.99 a month, you get those two extra episodes, all of our regular episodes ad free, and you get them a day early. However, if you're not, you know, you're not into this, you're not a subscriber, DST is not changing. So you're still going to get your Sunday episode. You're still going to get your Thursday episode. They're going to be just as good as ever. They're, they're going to be just as personal as ever. But for someone who wants a premium subscription, you can go a little deeper. And that is what DST Back for Seconds is. That was great, Sammy. I couldn't thank have you. said it better myself. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, speaking of Thursday's episode, this is a Thursday episode. And let's get into some non-scale wins, shall we? We shall. We shall. Okay. Let's, Should we do the audience one first? Yes. Let's read a audience non-scale win or, or DST or non-scale win. And I can do the honors. Okay. Okay. Dear Aileen and Sammy. I am obsessed with all things Betches and have loved following you guys and seeing the evolution of DST. It's because of you that I have embraced turning 30. I think of my 20s as a rough draft, quote unquote. I really, <laughs> I really wanted to lose 30 pounds before turning 30. And I kept seeing things on social media, thanks algorithm, about what I, quote, should have accomplished by now. After a damn good meal and a heart to heart with one of my besties, I realized F that. And I wrote my own list of things I have accomplished slash gotten through all before turning 30. That list includes leaving a toxic relationship and living on my own for the first time in my life, adopting a puppy and not completely hating my body anymore. If it weren't for DST, the IG pod FP community, <laughs> plus all of the other accounts, I think I would have fallen victim to all the other shit we see online. I wasn't a hugger pre-COVID, but now that I'm all vexed up, I might want to hug you guys, JK, but would really love to meet you someday. Love, 30, flirty, and thriving. This is such a good one. That's a great one. She seems like she has what all of us want, you know? This is just, great. I love a list. <laughs> love a list. I think it's great that she actually like took account of her own things that she's proud of because I feel like we don't do that enough. I think that we all probably spend a lot of our time focusing on or just letting like the small inadequacies that we feel about ourselves get in the way but I think it helps to have a list of like those really big things that you've accomplished so you can remind yourself like okay I might have this small problem or have made this small mistake today but overall like my track record is not bad agreed and not bad it's it's even something to be proud of totally I really love that and I think that I like how she turned the the shoulds on their head because they can really get to you and I really, I, I can relate to that. So I, and it has you living in the moment rather than in in the out, outside or the future or the I wish I had or, you know, like all the negative. And so I really like this. What is your, what is your win? Okay, here here's a win that I'm going to say, even though it wasn't the one I was thinking of originally. It has to do with communication. The other one is like I can use it anytime. But the uh th this one is about communication. Okay. Which uh 
I don't consider myself a great communicator unless I have time to like write out exactly what I'm going to say and then send it via email or (laughs) read what I wrote. Like I just don't like feel like I'm great at communicating exactly what I want clearly in the moment or like not what I want even just like how I feel whatever it is. Okay. So I was a little bit annoyed at Avi last week because he stayed out late three nights in a row like so late for like work drinks and just like was out till one night he was out till like three in the morning and I was and I'm just like was really annoyed about like the three nights in a row and I was like upset about it I don't even know why I was upset because I was like I was gonna ask you could you could you pinpoint why though like my first question was like is it a trust thing? I was like, no, I do trust him. Is it a resentment thing? Like that you're just like out gallivanting and I'm like home with the dogs or is it just like, or is it just like sort of like pointless annoyance? Like, you know what I mean? Just sort of like just ir- for the, irritation. Just the principle. Of just it. for the kit. Yes. Just the principle of it. So I wasn't sure. Oh, and then over the weekend he goes to like a bunch of concerts with his dad and his friends. And I'm like, of course I'm invited, but like I don't want to go. So I, I see those on Insta. Yeah, yeah. He's he's there now. Like he's literally <laughs> just been like I've seen him like probably twice in the past week. Like literally. So he's living it so, up. So so he's living it up post pandemic, and uh, you know, joie de vivre. If he's experiencing the joie de vivre, the joie de vivre, and like I could go, but I actually just don't want to go. So I'm not gonna okay, go. But you're pissed that he's but, going. But I'm pissed that he's going. Right. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So I was like talking to him. So I stayed with my mom over on on Saturday night because I was like, I should do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like telling her how I was like annoyed. And she's like, she's like, well, have you thought of bringing it up? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just like passive aggressively being annoyed, which I was the day before. Uh-huh. I've said um, that to you before when you're like saying yeah. something to me about like, yeah. like, oh, I'm like this and this annoys me. And I'm like, did you mention that? <laughs> and you're like, no, right. I want to talk to you about it. Yeah, right. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to mention it. Like then I'm, then I'm being annoying. Okay. Well, anyway, he got home and the next day I mentioned it and instead, and I, in the conversation, I was able to communicate like why it was bothering me and remained calm. And ultimately he was really receptive to it Oh, without me like freaking out and starting a fight. And yeah. Was there like a solve? Were you like, well, he wasn't like, I'm never going to do it again, but he was like, I understand like your point about like not wanting me out to be so, so late. And like, I understand that, like why you think that's not a good look. And he's like, I will try not to do it frequently. And if I am doing it, I will like, it will be for a very special necessary thing. And I will obviously like keep you, you know, in the loop about it. Cause it's not like he was like, yeah, you know, like we'll discuss it more rather than I'm just like, oh, he's like, I'm going out late. And I'm like, okay, it's three in the morning and you're still not here. Right. So your communication, you're saying you did it calmly. My communication like, is the win. With how, that I was able how, to have a conversation without being so angry because he wasn't like hearing me immediately. Okay, good job. That's really hard. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I'm already out of breath thinking about it right now. Communicating with your partner is really hard because you have to also pinpoint how you're feeling and then you have to share it in a way so that A, you're not blaming them for something. 
so that they don't get defensive. It's really, really hard. So good job. Right. I also like didn't feel like I was being totally rational. Like I felt like I was being controlling for no reason. There's you always know, a reason. It's not like you're being controlling. You're sharing something. Like even if even if it's erratic, you're you're still your feelings are valid. Like even if you were just kind of, I, I can feel that. Sometimes Rusty loves to go out. He loves to be out and about. And I'm like, why? Why can't? Why isn't being with me enough? Like in my head, I think that. But that's not enti- entirely rational. It's just like emotional and. I also love to be with my friends, but you know that it's, it's you still have that thought, and that's valid, you know. Right. His other thing is like, well, like you could do it too. Right. I'm right, like, I right. don't want to. Right. <laughs> like, right, like, right. 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 Like, exactly. <laughs> like, but I want to hang out with you. He's like, we hang out so much. <laughs> well, I well, I also like said to him, I'm like, this is something else that I like said in my conversation with my mom. I was like, okay, well, it's not like when I'm home, I'm like being so attentive to him necessarily. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we'll just sit in other rooms or we'll be in the same room silently watching TV or like be on our phones because we've literally just been in each other's faces for a year. So it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I'm like, well, it's not like I'm making home so fun and interactive that it's like, I don't blame him for wanting to go out. But then I'm like, well, is that my fault? But it's also not on you to make home, all on you to make home I so know. fun. I know. But then I'm like, but but I feel bad being like, you can't go or like, I don't want you to go when it's like, yeah, why? Why can't you go? Why can't he go? No, he can go. But maybe a solve would be like, oh, can we maybe make a plan together to do something we both like to do that would require that would make both of us happy? Maybe that could be like, yes. Uh, well, we did do we we have done that. So when he gets back from he's getting back from his run of shows tonight, uh-huh. um, and then to, on Sunday on Saturday we are going to the Comedy Cellar and the Waverly Inn. Oh, remember fun. when we went there after the RBG movie? Wait, what was the second place? The Waverly Inn. Oh yeah, cute place. Is that next to Niche Niche? Yeah. I think they're close to each other. I think they're close to each other. um, We've been to Niche Niche, remember? I know we had our party there, but I went there as a for uh, just to go out with Rusty. Although, like, I wish I wasn't pregnant. I wish I wasn't pregnant because they do like wine pairings for every meal, and they have like these the wine people. What are they called? Sommelier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there they have the they curate the wine. And then they present, like, they tell you the story of why, like, to the whole restaurant. It's like a thing. It's kind of fun. Um, oh. And they have different chefs every week, or if they're still doing that during COVID. But anyway, you should try it out. I think it's next to that place. Yeah, I do think they are near each other, like, in that little area. Congratulations. My win is more superficial, but <laughs> it is that I bought. <laughs> I was really, I'm still really struggling with, like, buying clothes for my bod. The bump. My just like my body, like my bump, my body. Well, the, the bump summer, is like sort of the main feature now. The heat, <laughs> yeah. Like just all of it, just all of it. It's just, ugh. and um, I ended up spending some time. And I, it's also such a pain in the fucking ass buying for stuff because like there's just bad quality stuff, and there's no stores anymore <laughs> in person where you can shop, and like. Or it's you like to order so much and then return so much. Or there's like really expensive options, and I don't feel like really investing that much in a temporary time in my life. You know what I mean? 
So anyway, I went on Target <laughs> and I was like, fuck this. I hear Target has great stuff and um, I'm just going to do it. This isn't an ad for Target. I got some great dresses <laughs> and I'm so happy because I like feel just happier that I have options and I like spent some I actually spent some time you know looking and it was like a form of self-care in a way because I was like putting it off and I was like oh like, whatever I'll just keep wearing my stupid like schlumpy ass shit and <laughs> and then I was like okay no like let's spend some time you'll feel really good about yourself it was like an investment in my own self-care and I bought some really cute stuff and I have a pile of Target bags because nothing delivers at once and I'm really excited to go try some stuff on and I'm just I'm excited about that. But that was, it's just been really difficult. Target has great stuff. Cute and affordable. And we love Target. I bought like shorts for maternity shorts. That's another thing. There's like maternity, nice denim maternity shorts for like $200. Like, no, I'm not doing that. So I bought some like Target shorts for like $25. I'm like, these will do. Like, whatever. Yeah. They don't need to like, also this isn't like the most social pregnancy time. I also don't need to be like a fucking fashionista. Like, that's another thing. Like, whatever. <laughs> I just need to be comfortable and um, presentable. And, you know, I can style it up maybe a little. I think that's the key. Which, by the way, everybody should go listen to Betcha's Moms. We had um, Jenny from Your Soul Style on to talk about, like, how to style up an outfit to feel really good about yourself in pregnancy and postpartum. So everyone listen to that. But if you really... You know, my mom actually wants to use Jenny as her stylist. Like, she's going to do that. She should. That's amazing. She's like, I don't have anything to wear to California. I I love her. Um, So (laughs) anyway... Not Jenny, my mom. (laughs) I love both of them. Um, But yeah, that's that's my win. And I just also felt good about it because it wasn't so expensive. That's a great win, yeah. It wasn't so expensive. Figuring out what to wear during pregnancy, like, I can't even imagine, like... I mean, you can tell you can tell us, <laughs> but yeah, no, it really is like g- genuinely so hard. Like you still have this body, like you need to cover it somewhat, you, you know, to, like to an appropriate level. Yeah, you know, um, one one thing that I keep meaning meaning to talk about this, maybe on moms, but I'll just talk about it here because um, Brittany's on maternity leave and I have no one to talk to about it. Um, <laughs> do you remember in Friends when Rachel shows off her like fake belly, but belly she wears a crop top. Yeah. Do you remember that scene? Kind of, yeah. And I remember watching that and I was like much younger. And I was like, that's weird. Like kind of inappropriate. Is that appropriate? It's kind of cool. She looks hot. Like she was showing off her belly and no one ever did that before. I feel like when we were little, like belly buttons were like scandalous to show. No, no, no. But she was pregnant. It was a pregnant belly. She was really pregnant on the show and she wore a crop top. No, I wasn't just like, congratulating her wearing a crop top with her skinny ass body. I okay. was a pregnant ass body. <laughs> and she showed it off and it was like weird because I've never seen that before. No one did that in any show or TV or magazines or anything. And it looked and I still have that burned in my head as like, wow, that was like pretty big. And it's amazing that she embraced her bigger body and she and they and they made a choice to to make her to show up like that on the show and I still remember that because I feel like it like sent a message to my little head at the time that it's like okay to embrace your like bump and your larger body and like you should show it off and it is sexy and I just love that message and I wanted to talk about it somewhere (laughs) and here I am 
the bump is fully a look like you've seen those chic ass maternity shoots where they're like naked and like holding linens above them and like all that shit like are you gonna do a maternity shoot I don't not like one of those oh my god please do it so but that is different please do it yeah like I could keep a straight face like that that'd be so funny (laughs) it'd be so funny please do it no maybe I would do like one with a cute dress and like holding Rusty's hands like not jeans fuck maternity jeans I'm over it no I like those shoots where it's like the jeans are open under the bump I think that's cute yeah I'll think about it but I think those are like sort of like Virgin Mary like just whereas fucking Rachel just showing up with her cool ass crop top and like skirt black skirt underneath her bump was just like edgy and I liked that you could do that that could be your maternity shoot theme my belly doesn't look like hers I need to get tan. That's why it's like more fun. Yeah, maybe I'll wear like a cute, like I'm thinking maybe like a dress. We'll see. I, they're expensive. We'll see. I'm thinking about maybe doing like, I want to do a newborn shoot. But those you have to do like within three weeks postpartum. I'm like, who wants to take a photo shoot three weeks postpartum? It's just crazy to me. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests. Pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients 
supplements in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, let's do a Dear DST. All right, you go for it. Hi, Sammy and Aileen. I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning and felt like I've grown alongside you during your intuitive eating and body confidence journeys. I truly feel like I'm just chatting with my pals when I listen. So thank you so much for all that you do. On to my dilemma. I've recently gained some weight throughout the pandemic, like I assume most people have, and I find myself constantly going back and forth on being happy in my body. I'm 28 years old, so sometimes I think, hell yeah, I look strong and powerful and feminine. Maybe this was what my body is supposed to look like at this point in life. And other times I think back to a year and a half ago when I was doing intense workouts four to five times per week and looked a lot more fit, wishing I could be the same size and shape again. I also go back and forth with diet culture thoughts, thinking I should try to restrict what I'm eating, but then I think if I want some fucking ice cream, I should have some fucking ice cream. I guess my question is, how can I tell if the weight I am now carrying is unnecessary or unhealthy and worthy of change versus accepting that this is what my body should look like at this point in life and being happy with it? Any thoughts you would have would be much appreciated. Trying to be body confident, bitch. Welcome to the think? club. <laughs> what do you think? How did, how did, how how could you tell? I think she's still pretty new to intuitive eating. And I don't, I think it's almost too soon to tell what her body's like natural place wants to be. Probably. If she's only been doing intuitive eating for about, you know, throughout, or I don't even know if she's doing, I don't even think she really is doing intuitive eating. She just said she But it weight. seems like, right, right, right. This seems like it is a new thing. Yeah. So I think you need to give your body like time to return to its normal routine. There's more intuition here. Like even if it is unnecessary or unhealthy, like that's okay. You know, I think over time you'll start to like even out based on getting back to your routine. Mm -hmm. Like like part of the pandemic weight gain was 100% due to the fact that we were not as active. So maybe you used to do four to five workouts. Now you're like barely doing one or two. And you're also not doing like the regular move. You also weren't doing like the regular movement that was associated with like going to work, going out to dinner, doing those extra little errands that you would do pre-pandemic. I think that as we get back to like, quote unquote, regular life and regular routines, it, you what you're doing, how much you're moving will shift. The eating that you have the opportunity to do, like if you're going out more, that might stop late night snacking because you might feel more satisfied. You might start to drink more or less based on like your social life or, you know, just your your. I think that as your routine changes, that you're gonna you're you're gonna notice body changes again too. Right. I also think like. Having these thoughts are normal, like going back and forth and questioning, like having so, sort of like very contrasting thought processes, like 
yeah, like, oh, I'm so empowered versus, oh, should I go back to dieting and like being small? That that is that is normal. And I feel like the biggest thing is just like giving yourself some space to have those thoughts and those are okay. And not like judging yourself for having those thoughts. And then it won't really be such a, you don't need to ask yourself this question. Like you don't need to, like there doesn't need to be an answer about how do I tell if the weight I'm now carrying is unnecessary or healthy or worthy of change versus accepting my body. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is right now. And I right. think like you don't if you don't want to go on a diet right now, you don't have to go on a diet right now. Right? right? Like I don't think that whether or not you believe that the body your body is necessary. I think ask yourself like what do you want to do in this moment? Right. And sort of go day by day instead of just like being so deep in your head. Like asking what yourself like what would make me happy right now. Right. And I do think her her mindset about like, I feel like I should restrict ice cream, but then I'm like, I should eat the fucking ice cream. I think like listening to yourself, like there's no like, yes, you definitely should eat the ice cream just because like you just because you shouldn't not. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't go for the ice cream for the sake of not restricting if you don't actually want it. Right, right. That's a point of intuitive eating, by the way, is you're still rebelling. That is a that is a point of rebellion where you're yes. you're going that's still not intuitive because you're not doing it because you want to do it you're doing it because of external still it's external right i think that i think if you're when you're between those two thoughts the real question to ask yourself there is like do i does do i want the ice cream right now like do i actually want it if you're not sure have a bite then be like do i want more have another bite yeah and until you decide that you do or don't want it or just say like oh I could have some ice cream. Maybe I could have it later. Maybe I could wait till a time that I really want it. Like, you don't, it doesn't need to be so intense is what I'm saying. Like, but, but it is also really normal to sometimes feel these very intensely contrasting feelings. Yes, totally normal. Totally. Totally normal. normal. I was actually looking at my phone for a picture and I obviously (laughs) got into my photo album of like my wedding dresses process oh God, of that's a torture from day yeah. one to day wedding and yeah. um i was looking at like my before picture the one that where i like first tried on my dress the one that i chose and then later remember i got like thinner and thinner and thinner and then i like come put them side by side to be like wow look how much weight i lost and um i looked at it for the first the, so i looked at my before picture and i was like i would say i look like that right now <laughs> and i was just like i looked at it with su- such neutrality whereas i but then i also was able to take myself into my mind of the 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 skin the really skinny one aileen and looking back and, and being like Ew, like i can't believe you know like being so judgmental of myself at that time so yeah. I compared the two Aileen's, the Aileen now looking at same picture versus Aileen then looking at that picture. And I was very proud of myself because yeah. I was like, I'm looking at this with just pure, like there's no, there's no, nothing against this girl. She's great. She looks happy. She picked her dress yeah. and it was just like a nice moment. So I just want to say like, to this girl, like, you might have like this like feelings of intensity at one point, but over time they'll they'll find their way, you know? 
So yes, that's definitely true. I mean, looking at those wedding dress try-ons, like I can't even. Like I, I, well, I was skinnier when I tried the dresses on than I was at my wedding. Actually, right, I'm much right. thinner than I was now than I am now. I like looking at those photos is actually what shows me that I, I think I really did or do have an eating disorder. Like seeing what I looked like and knowing that I thought, oh, you need to be somewhere between fifteen, fifteen and twenty five pounds thinner. Like that's sick. Well, don't judge yourself. Don't say that's sick. Don't say that's sick. But you're saying you're saying that 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 was an unhealthy behavioral process <laughs> or an unhealthy thought thought process. I'm just like a little shocked that I thought that at the time and that like no one was like, you really no are wrong. No one could tell you that. Not because they not not. I mean, could I mean in, people did say it? No, like, one people could, did say like. I mean, it that's wouldn't not matter. Healthy. No one would. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. You. Oh, I wish I. I really have. Reg- I do have a lot of regrets. Like I wish I still could just like be happy with how I had looked and just stayed at that. Well, life is just one big lesson, <laughs> a continuous Great. lesson. I mean, there's all those funny ass memes that are like, ugh. I yeah. wish I could go back when I thought I was bigger. Just like yeah. In, in fucking. I'm hardly the only person to have right, had like that Right, like even looking back yeah. at like my pictures in, a, in high school or like freshman year of college, thinking how much smaller I wanted to be. It's, a sa- it's the same kind of shit. Like you don't really appreciate yourself in that moment. And that's why I feel really proud of myself just generally looking at the picture of myself, which is looks more like now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to say, to look at it and like, meh. And it's all good how you look now and how it's almost healthier, right? Because you're saying back before you're not, you weren't, your mindset was not healthy. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to like characterize my own mindset right now, but I I did start my first intuitive eating session yesterday and I got like one really solid tip or thing to work on. Can you share or not? Um, yeah, I'll share it. I'll definitely share more about like the details of the of this though in the premium in the bonus episodes because like it's probably will get pretty intensely personal. But for this, so I was I was telling her how like I'm used to just not eating anything for like a lot of the day and then just only wanting like carbs, like bread, rice, those sort of things. Yeah. And she was like, biologically, you probably are doing that because you aren't biologically fed like in a a, like a balanced way so she's like when you get hungry in the morning you should have just it could be anything like in any amount like a protein a carb and a fat and that just see if like just experiment whether that takes the edge off of the carb hunger later and balance so my first assignment yeah (laughs) of a balanced breakfast um yeah, so that is my that is my first assignment, and I'm gonna like see how it feels. First of all, I just want to say I'm very proud of you to accept that message because people have told us that in previous episodes. Yes, the past thousands of times. have shared with us how do you take the carb off the pedestal later in the day? Oh, you start with a balanced breakfast, and we didn't want to hear it. Well, I think that because we were hearing that. 
not as a help message. Well, and that's like, what I mean. We were hearing that as that's like That's what I a, mean. It sounded like bullshit. Right. Well, and, I didn't want to balance breakfast because I was like, no, I must save all the calories uh-huh. I can. That's what I'm saying. 8 p.m. I, so that is what my point is. is yeah. That I'm very proud of you oh, to hear you. the thank message you. and accept it because thank you. you're valuing the nutrition. Yes. Of the balance, the word balance breakfast. And, and on that and note, I'm going to make myself. I'm going to make myself what are you one. Gonna make? I am going to probably have an English muffin with cheese, possibly an egg, and some spinach. That sounds great. Thank you. I'm going to I'm going to have to Another thing I realized is that I'm just so fucking lazy. Like <laughs> Cons- like if I if if someone brought that to me, I'd be like, sure, I'll eat it. But like, there is a part of me that's just like, I don't want to feed me. Yeah, like I don't so- want to be responsible for feeding me. <laughs> right. That's what I always say. Avocado toast with an egg is a balanced breakfast. It is that's so balanced. Like, yeah, I would have avocado, but I don't think ours are ripe at the moment. Congratulations, Sammy. That's also a win. I would say that was my other. That was actually my win before I decided to talk about my communication triumph i think it's a bigger it's a big win too but i feel like having the context of that win is really is it makes that win all much more meaningful but um, much more winning much more winning okay now we can go back after i have breakfast i'm gonna go back to stalking real estate on the agency.com okay agencyre.com me too i'm like in the midst of like in thinking about my interior design for my new home. I'm so excited. You got to make it look like 929 Marco Place, <laughs> quaint and cozy. I'm going to make it more about Lil Hombly. <laughs> anyway, guys, that is our episode. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode. And as always, send us your non-scale wins and your dear DSTs. Email us that at DST at Betches.com. Go check out Back for Seconds on the Apple Podcast app. It's just like you go on it and you type in Betches. Honestly, you can just go in DST and like the, the episode on there will say like subscription. And I think there's a seven day free trial. So you can try that as well. Whatever. Do that. You can follow us. I'm at Aileen. Sammy's at Sammy. At Diet Starts Tomorrow. Obviously, go follow us. Join the Facebook group, DSTers, Diet Starts Tomorrow, Ers. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong and Sean Kilby. Social media by Sydney Rafe. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.